2: I'm not going to
1: worry about your level of concern.
2: We're talking about Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is and then realize half of them are stupider than that.
1: All right, welcome to episode three of what Ian's talking about. The podcast that Dave Schofield of behind the steel curtain calls different <laughs> i'll take it i am your host kyle kreis here as always with greg benevent hello if you're new to the show this is the conversation about the steelers social media conversation that's right every week we take all those toxic takes and uh awful hyperbole and puny predictions that are all over social media and we we're here to put them on blast set you all correct <laughs> and get you back on the Steelers way uh today i think you know everyone's still talking about the roster mm-hmm. but i you know for me I'm, i can't give up this topic this is the kind of mm-hmm. uh this is the kind of discussion we're going to be dealing with all season mm-hmm. and i'm talking about juju smith schuster and and the milk crate <gasps> challenge. Have you seen
0: have you seen the the sapruder stealer video, Greg? Uh, actually I have been avoiding it in large part because I just don't like heights. I'm fine with them actually <laughs> doing the thing, but the idea of looking at someone do do that terrifies me. It's like those videos where the dude is like hanging from the cliff without a harness. Uh, all that said, I find it hard to get too worked up about this because I come back to the idea of uh, we wouldn't know about this otherwise imagine what the athletes did for decades that we had no clue i mean the example you always hear about it's like mickey mantle or someone of that era you know the night before the game getting as drunk as possible popping greenies right so that's okay that never ended up on facebook or instagram or tiktok somehow so at first i saw it i was like ah maybe you shouldn't be do, doing that followed by wait i have no say in this whatsoever <laughs> and that is kind of the bottom line i'll 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 pass it to coach
1: tomlin himself who (laughs) when asked about the juju milk crate challenge said if you're talking about those things and not football i'm not this isn't a great mike tomlin impersonation southern
0: for tomlin he's from
1: virginia i'm doing arkansas i'm I'm doing
0: my best here okay If,
1: if you're talking about those things and not football you're setting yourself up for failure thank you coach thank you coach no one needs to be talking about what juju is doing out on his spare time and i and i know some of these some of these critics including within our own btsc family oh, I, I i you know i've heard certain editors i won't uh, i won't call out names jeff hartman <laughs> Out there criticize, you know, saying, Oh, this is so stupid of Juju. And 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 who are we to judge anybody? Was it stupid for Ben
0: to be riding on a motorcycle without a helmet? Well, that might have been a little more stupid. I mean, that's like on a road and like going 70 miles an hour.
1: Was something. it stupid for Antonio Brown to be going a hundred miles an hour on
0: McKnight Road? Oh, yeah, that's definitely stupid. There's a lot of red lights on McKnight Road. What, was
1: it was it stupid for
0: Lev Bell to go on that joyride with uh Legarrett Blunt? <laughs> I think that was also on McKnight Road. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, sure. It, um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I come back to with with the milk crate thing. It's just like the one thing that hit me about this. As much as we are talking about this, uh, Juju does want us talking about this, though. Does he? I, I
1: don't even think he took this video. This oh. seemed to come from a third party. This wasn't... I didn't find this on Juju's TikTok. Mm. I didn't find this on official Steelers uh, oh. social media. I well saw someone, Matt point. Lewis, someone named Matt Lewis <laughs> okay. uh, is the one who had the original footage. I did not know that. And, you know, and, and let me break this down, like the Sapruder footage. I only saw six milk crate high mm. on the milk crate challenge. And, and, okay. and as we all know... Uh-huh. A milk crate challenge isn't regulation until it's seven crates high.
0: Oh wow!
1: Seven crates is the official. So don't get all worked up. Oh, Juju's gonna fall and hurt himself. (laughs) He's only on six crate high challenge. (laughs) He's not gonna hurt himself. By the way, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm I'm, and I'm no, I'm no uh, gymnast or anything. But you know, by far, uh, far from it. I'm I'm not even a couch. Not even a couch potato gymnast myself. (laughs) I, I. you know, I get all my, uh, I burn all my calories playing Madden, you know. <laughs> so my 40 time is off the wall on a video game. Anyway, the <laughs> bottom line is certainly. Ju- this is a balance challenge okay mm. it's about core it's about balance that's why everyone's fallen you can't stack these milk crates it's hard to keep your balance right so juju has the core and balance of a professional athlete mm-hmm. he can do it he can do, like that's why you've seen college mascots oh the blue jay did the milk crate challenge oh. that's because they're gymnasts and they're they're right. athletes. They've got the core. Don't worry about what Juju is doing up on the milk crate. You know, freak accidents happen no matter what. Uh, but the bottom line is, we can't be judging these guys off the field for what they're doing. Is someone judging you? Like, oh, you shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't be drinking that extra beer tonight because you're not going to be able to be assistant regional sales manager <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't be doing it. All those TikTok videos, you're going to be not able to sell used cars tomorrow. <clears throat>
0: Ah, I'm, 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 I'm a little uh, a little frustrated. Well, the one thing I, I will say to this is that if the most irresponsible, dangerous thing Juju is doing is climbing those milk crates, that's much better than I would have assumed
1: well it's hey i'll take milk crates any day
0: over then you know getting in a fight at a or bar a car, or something getting extremely drunk getting yeah any of those things right the milk crate it also seemed like there were a bunch of people there too it's not like he was going to fall from this crate and be like oh, okay he's going to lie there for hours as he hunts unsuccessfully for his phone to get emergency services i mean it's, it's exactly as safe as a thing as this admittedly goofy thing could have been it uh, it seems like it went as well as could be expected
1: you know it's better than joe reporter taking a uh, day trip to to denver if you ask me okay these are some of the worst takes on it okay. i've got i've got uh, uh this is this is you know this is gangster bob oh, okay at okay. machiavelli gangsta mm-hmm. and these are and, and and these people that always bring it back to coach tomlin these are the worst <laughs> the tweet here here's here's the tweet here please okay. uh this is exactly why I blame Tomlin for the Steelers not winning Super Bowls. Mm. Always a player's coach and a lack of discipline. Mm. So, and, and was Mike Tomlin, was, he's going to go and uh, chaperone every Steelers player? Oh, absolutely. Drive the bus back home and, okay, it's time for you to get off, Juju. It's time for you to get off, Chase. Okay, mm-hmm. Ben, here's your stop.
0: <laughs> or even just to be like, no, you can't go to a park with your friends. Yeah, that'd be weird hearing from your dad, much less your coach. Remember what Tomlin said. If you're talking about those
1: things and not football, you're setting yourself up to fail. (laughs) here's an oh and 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 what is it about juju people just you know i don't even want to talk about the mark maddens who obviously have a grudge but here's something from fox sports chris broussard okay first things first which i'm never
0: i'm never early enough early enough to watch that i sleep through that with pride
1: he's not even mad about the milk crate he's mad about juju's name oh here we go Let's stop calling him Juju. Mm. He's a grown man making millions of dollars a year. I'm going to start calling him John. His name is John John Smith Schuster. <laughs> why? Why? Why even stick with Schuster? I'm just going to call him John Smith. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> what? Is,
1: what is with? What's with the Juju hate? He's out there having fun. He's. He's. Uh, I think you hit the problem right there. Is it just the fun? Because it's not like people think he's not a you know doing it the Steelers way. Uh, mm. You know, but. This is the guy who I remember cracking, uh, Burfitt. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the guy who dove headfirst into uh, into a loose ball fumble.
0: Certainly, many times.
1: This is the guy who I see going over the middle, sacrificing the body. So, is anyone more Steelers? It's Juju Smith-Schuster.
0: Oh, he's in and it's not like his conditioning has suffered in any way. He's easily the most physical receiver they've had in some time at. Um, yeah, it, uh, that's that is something though. I didn't know his name was John, much less did I think to rant about it on a. You know major that
1: I, that that was news to me as well. I didn't mm-hmm. realize his birth name was John, but mm-hmm. he got the nickname Juju, yeah. at, it, like it's four or five months old. Great. So is it really a nickname <laughs>
0: if that's what they've been calling you right. since before you knew what words were? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Bubby Brister has a real name too. Walter.
0: Walter. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, at, but uh, uh, no one would dare call him that to his face. <laughs> This is the bo- I think this is the bottom line. Hit me uh, from at ja one five five. He okay. says Juju doing the milk crate challenge is like 9-11 for white guys in Pittsburgh over
0: age fifty. <laughs> that is a good line. I wish I had come up with. Yeah, although
1: I, you know some of these BTSC editors are under fifty, and I see them criticizing him up the up and down the uh, the Wahoo. Okay, <laughs> moving on to the next uh, the next national scene topic this was this this wasn't really on the national scene this is more on the local scene i'm talking about chase claypool versus minka fitzpatrick it was the biggest showdown since hulk hogan and the ultimate warrior wrestlemania 6 wrestlemania 6 the the Mm -hmm. the mega powers collided well that was wrestlemania 5 oh that was oh
0: that's okay no we're going we're good we're good we're good
1: now you Mm -hmm. know people have been kind of quiet on this because you know the rules about how you can talk in the media and what you see versus what you can say but i didn't see or say anything and i'm going to tell you exactly how this went down
0: (laughs) In true social media fashion. In true Twitter fashion. I don't have
1: the connections, but I think I know what's up. Because I saw on social media earlier this year, Chase Claypool saying, I want to be the best blocking wide receiver in the game. Okay. And I said, let That's me re- let me retweet that, all right? Heinz mm-hmm. Ward 2.0. There you but go. But you, know you, you know who you tick off when you're out there being maybe a little bit too... Uh, aggressive against your own players and that's going to be the safeties and cornerbacks and so Mm. what i believe happened is that uh chase may have done a little uh heinz ward style Mm. blocking and that led to you know maybe a little
0: uh a little as we say uh we'll, we'll just call it what we call it a fist fight okay Right. It, um, yeah. I mean, it, for one, again, this seems infinitely more dangerous to me than anyone crawling up something that used to carry milk. But the other <laughs> part of it, I, I think of this is, is that I, I think this is the kind of thing that captures our uh, imagination simply because, you know, this is one of the few jobs in the world where it's an accepted thing that you and a coworker may simply just start swinging at each other at any time. And then presumably this brings you closer together, hopefully. I mean, we've seen that a million times, too. Right. But um, but I. It, when initially I saw that, my first thought was like, ah, this is bad. Had, followed by, is it?
1: <laughs> well, if, if the if the reports or the, the half reports are true mm-hmm. that Chase got knocked out, that's,
0: you know, that's... Uh, that that's would, quite a bit. I mean, that yeah.
1: could be concussion, you know, so... Oh,
0: yeah, or who knows, or any other thing. I mean, it, obviously, he didn't appear... He, I mean, obviously, they don't have to do the injury reports yet, but it's unlikely for him, uh, for that to be a problem going forward. But, yeah, that's that seems like a worse thing that someone getting blocked hard is for someone to be knocked out. I mean... Well, you know, I,
1: I'm still. If if my interpretation of the facts are true, which perfectly possible, which why why wouldn't they be? <laughs> I'm excited to see this blocking Chase Claypool. We might get some 15 yard flags out there, but it might be it might be worth every bit of it.
0: Uh, oh, certainly with a better running game for him to be able to open up uh, more holes downfield. Yes.
1: Ooh, hoo, hoo. Here mm. is the tweet about it, which I think uh, sums it up for. Our needs. Uh, this is from at Pittsburgh Sport mm. Steelers Takeaways, which is okay. a, a great account out there. Mm-hmm. I remember Cower dealing with a team rumble that included chairs being <laughs> swung around in the locker room. This seems like a less big deal. What, what uh, re-
0: remind me what. Uh, what Pittsburgh's board is talking about there? Yeah, it was from, uh, I believe it was the 2000 season. I mean, it's a little... I remember hearing about it at the time, but just to kind of refresh my memory since it's been, unfortunately, 21 years, I went online and looked up uh, Josh Miller's account, who was the punter at the time and since moved on to other things. And it just, you know, and the quotes you see from what he said in there are just... It, it brought me all the way back. It was uh, Earl Holmes, uh, Hitman Holmes, yes. inside linebacker who was, you know, really kind of the soul of the team there for a while as they kind of made the transition Cordell to the days of uh, Ben and um, he was going against Richard Huntley, who I believe was, if I remember correctly, was like a running back that was probably going to make the team. Like he was usually a change of pace kind of guy behind the bus. I think in number 33, if, if memory uh, something serves Something to that effect. That sounds right, too. But it just looking at the quotes Miller had about it, just it, it reminded me, it, was, it seemed like so, so much more than what we'd just seen. You know, full on locker room Donnybrook. Full on locker room Donnybrook. That that seems like something out of like an 80s movie. Like, dude, it's just like there's so much happening. Your eye can't catch all of it. It. Donnie Brooke. I think I played bass in that band for a while. <laughs> you saw chairs flying. It was incredible. Now, again, I mean, we just we already had two wonderful references to WrestleMania. But as much as it's not good to punch somebody, it's actually really bad in real life to hit them with a chair. Like, yeah. That can lead to any number of health issues. Only Hulk Hogan is able to bounce back from a chair hit that quickly. Right. And they're usually special chairs. Anyway, we don't need to break down wrestling. That's not this podcast. But also, <laughs> and Miller had a wonderful joke and he's done some stand up in his time where he said, uh, referring to the fight, I. I've never been so scared in my life, and I'm from Jersey, <laughs> and
1: that says a lot.
0: I felt well. If you if you got Earl Holmes on one side and
1: uh Richard Huntley, who you know was no uh he, he wasn't 240 or anything, but I'd be very
0: surprised if he was. But you
1: know, you got two guys like that. I'm sure if I'm uh Josh Miller, I might not want to be in, in direct. Line oh, yeah, no, no, no,
0: at that point, suddenly you can find a wall, there's something for you to duck into, you know. But it but again, the, the biggest quote is the one that Miller had towards the end about hey. It actually brought the team closer together. Right. And it's possible these things do. I mean, eventually, I mean, obviously, it's it's maybe not, you know, in the moment. I mean, what we've heard after that, depending on which, you know, report you hear is that like Tomlin gave a speech to the team and then Ben gave a speech to the team. So everyone had to get up there and pontificate in the moment. But, you know, in a long enough timeline and by long enough timeline, I mean, uh, hopefully nine days from now in Orchard Park, New York, is that this is the kind of thing that really does kind of bring them closer together. Bottom line,
1: it's happened before. Uh, you know, don't don't take sides yet out there, uh, Steelers Twitter, because they're both going to be on our side. And I think this is just uh, some great things from <laughs> Chase Claypool. I think I think we're going to see some hard hitting CC out there. The Canadian, what's his nickname? <laughs> the Mapletron. Mapletron. All right, we're at fifty. We're over fifteen minutes. Oh wow. Let's uh, let's pay some bills and then we got to get into. Uh, you know, there's still some heroes and villains out there that we need to address. So let's uh, let's let, let's hit those bills. All right, we're back. Uh, stay tuned toward the end of the show. Uh, we got an interview with the artist who went viral this week for his uh, Heinz Field uh, portrait, art piece, masterpiece. I don't yeah. know what you want to call it. Uh, artifact. S- artifact. Stay tuned for that. It's, it features all 1,600 names from Steelers' history. That's amazing. Uh, stay tuned to the end of the show. We'll meet uh, at Art of Words. <laughs> Uh, right now, mm-hmm. let's get back. We were we were talking uh, Juju. We were talking Milk crates. We were talking Claypool and mm-hmm. Minka. Let's get to some of the some of the roster action here. That's what everyone is uh, is mm-hmm. really been talking about on Twitter before
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, before our first game right. in a week. Ah, I can't. I'm, I'm ready. It's even I'm ready. Longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get to some quick lineup notes. Uh, we're still talking about Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> He's not going away. I I, I got the alert during cutdowns from ESPN. Dwayne Haskins makes the roster, which was breaking news, apparently. Well,
0: I mean, if you you don't follow this team obsessively, it might be. Your last memory of him might have been him throwing another interception to some team from the NFC East you don't remember. So, I mean, it is, uh, uh, on the macro sense, that is an accomplishment because he went from being cut and on the street to, hey, he's the third quarterback on this team. But if you're someone that's following a team, that's like it's saying, hello, it is Tuesday. But even though
1: we're, we're ready for the regular season, people still can't seem to get over Mason versus Dwayne. Uh, here's here's the tweet from this is from at Tommy Jaggy, my nemesis on Twitter. <laughs> Dwayne Haskin is, is going to make the roster as the QB three. But should he? Ooh. Rudolph is coming into the game. If something happens to Ben, Haskins will be inactive. I'd rather have Josh Dobbs holding the clipboard and helping Roethlisberger prepare. Ooh. Is there any strategy to
0: who is on the sidelines there <laughs> whispering sweet nothings into Ben's ear? What we'd always heard for years was the best idea was that it was someone older than Ben that someone, that Ben had a good relationship with and that was Batch and, and Leftwich was essentially a peer and an old friend and that same guy. I think now that Ben is kind of the old man in the room, it's uh, who has the best relationship with Ben. I, I this reads like as we say about many other tweets but this one in particular about like ah i need some more social media engagement (laughs) here's
1: the here's the other tweet involving haskins Mm -hmm. this is from at ben anderson 58 Mm. said it before i'll say it once more the next steelers franchise quarterback is not on the roster this year haskins looking bad does not make Rudolph, a viable candidate to be
0: anything other than a less confident Kent Graham. Oh, wow. That's a a, reference. There's uh, a reference. Kent Graham, that's before Bubby, right? No, no, no. Kent Graham is later. Kent Graham is around the late 90s and the odds. I saw Kent Graham play when I was watching the Steelers in a college storm. But that same level of stiff. And why are you on this team? Um, (laughs) But another Ohio
1: State quarterback. (laughs) So, but, you know, uh, I think I don't even, (laughs) to be honest, when Kent Grant played... When Kent Graham played with Ohio State, did they even have, I mean, African-American quarterbacks yet? I don't know. Not not Ohio
0: State. Did he go to Ohio State? I I, I know nothing about Kent Graham's uh, past until he arrived with the studio. I know he played with the Giants before that. Well. And and feeling it. You know, the first time I saw Kent Graham, I felt a deep sense of dread. That was the beginning of what I understood about him.
1: But, I mean, we're not comparing Dwayne
0: Haskins and Mason Rudolph to Kent Graham, are we? I I, I think that's disagree. I mean, maybe it was a Kent Graham-esque performance against Carolina starters in the final preseason game. Maybe. But the one thing I will say about that is it's the the central point is, probably correct that the next franchise Steelers quarterback is not on the roster this year but the thing is whoever you draft even if you get you know god forbid the number one overall pick or something like that odds are are they more athletic than Haskins maybe that doesn't mean they're going to have his arm and I totally understand the idea whatever happened in one preseason game getting a year to work with a guy with an arm that big why not yeah why Why not not? and why do we keep worrying about the
1: next franchise quarterback some of us have been worrying (laughs) about that since you know Since Landry Jones was still playing ball, (laughs) high school ball, Dennis
0: Dixon. Yeah,
1: so you know, let's just let's just worry about this season, okay? Uh, One more quick thing on rosters. Okay, Uh, I want you know I want to get to Mm -hmm. I want you know I do want to get to where I I want to get to the notes that I've seemed to misplace. The oh, (laughs) you know, welcome to the Steelers, Jameer Jones, Mm, undrafted. Uh, Free agent who now worked his way onto the team, Mm -hmm. uh, led the team in special teams tackles. Mm -hmm. You know, this is... uh this this is the kind of camp Dar. I guess he's a true camp darling,
0: right? I guess. Oh yeah, no, the guy he was tremendous all, all summer, and, and he made the team on merit. And it's also not like you'll notice. You went through all these tweets. You didn't see anyone saying like, ah, oh, Jameer Jones shouldn't be on this team. What are they doing, giving this guy a spot? No, everyone from the haters to everyone else wanted this guy on the team. I, again, it's it's weird to say about someone significantly young, younger than me. I'm like, man, this guy's an inspiration. This dude was working. It was a Champ Sports. He was a digital media company. Called content creator oh and he's on a football team now like that is that this is a cliche for a reason this man is genuinely living the dream wow so so there's still a hope for me and you then i I, I think so (laughs) it's 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 we're gonna do some sit-ups after this yes oh do i have to (laughs) i just wanted (laughs) milk crate challenge i
1: hope
0: Uh, The other, the other,
1: the other uh, tweet I want to mention is Mm -hmm. from Arthur Molette himself. Mm -hmm. You know, he was originally cut and then Mm -hmm. he tweeted out, you know, I'm just happy. My family is okay. And we survived another catastrophic storm. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that's the kind of perspective, you right. know, th- on the most important day of his professional career, it was a disappointment. But, you know, he looked to toward what really mattered, which was his family, his community.
0: And it worked out because right. he got he's back on the 53. Imagine that someone being an actual adult on twitter no less and if i'm not mistaken i don't have it in front of me but didn't he eventually either later that day or the next morning say something like can you believe they wrote up a whole article about my tweet from yesterday (laughs) he said something to that effect i was like i like this guy already this is great i I hope he's a good football player but he seems like imagine this a real human being a nice guy you know and, and i
1: hate to say that we 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 don't we haven't really drifted away from that the rooney way you know we 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 draft these high character and sign high character players and, you know, everyone from the Watts down to the... Moulettes.
0: Well, and also the world has changed a bit. I mean, again, we I, can't, I, I know I mentioned it earlier, but we coming back to these high character guys. Well, are they really all that high character? We see them on social media acting this way. Again, there was no Twitter in the 70s. <laughs> you don't know what that was like. Mean, it, mean Joe would have been pretty mean. Well, probably. I mean, <laughs> it, it, maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't have been. I don't know. But we didn't know, and perhaps we were better off for it. But what we're saying is it's, you know, that this isn't to say what the Steeler Way wouldn't have been then. The Steeler Way, as everything else in our culture and our world, evolved. It changes. That doesn't mean it's totally broken, but maybe sometimes it bends and goes down a different route. I want to get to maybe the most villainous tweet of the week, Uh and uh,
1: (laughs) this came from (laughs) this. This did not come from. Okay, Vincent, calm down. Okay, 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 all right, okay. Run out the whole night. All right, that's pretty evil. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, this was the evil tweet. This comes from a Cleveland Browns fan, Nick Carnes at carnesy 817 I don't. I wouldn't even include this in a Steelers podcast. Yeah, but why are we? You know. It, it kind oh, of made okay. me, it made me laugh. Okay. Uh, go, 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 he ahead. had a little poem. I don't know. Do we need to, uh, do we need to slam poetry here? Let's, <laughs> here it goes. He goes, Minka and Claypool brawling, Mayfield dimes falling, Juju risking injury for clout, Chubb taking a lesser amount, Watt still sitting on the sideline, McDowell dominating, thriving. I don't know who McDowell well, is. I was going
0: to ask you who McDowell was.
1: Big Ben crying. Cleveland shining oh I am glad you
0: put that that, that is hilarious oh man <laughs> I had
1: to put that you know right I, you know Nick Carnes if you're gonna keep up this kind of hate uh you might be you might appear on the whats he In's talking about podcast this is
0: this I mean this I mean I, I hate to say this this isn't even haiku structure I mean this is like <laughs> this, this is like you started to write a love letter to a girl and then like got messed up in the seventh grade look at this thing this is amazing like it's at least it got the rhyming right I mean it it, 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 I don't know. It's, it's. I guess he already used Mayfield at the beginning. That's why you had to end with Cleveland shining. I'm not, I'm not sure. It, um, I'm, I'm no poet, and I certainly don't know it. Yeah.
1: Let's. Uh, why don't we get to today's guest? Oh, okay. All right. Welcome back to What Yin's Talking About. I've got a very special guest with me. He went viral this week all over Steelers Twitter for his new art. I, I, I don't know if I, w- I don't want to call it a drawing. It's, it's a, it's an art piece. Okay. It's, uh, it's Daniel Duffy from at art of words. Daniel, thank you for coming on the show.
2: Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Um I haven't heard uh the word yin since I was up at IUP. I guess uh the early early 2000 to 2002.
1: Oh, okay. So you you've spent a uh, you spent a groundhog's day uh, in the wee hours of punxatani.
2: Man, supposedly they 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 used to have huge parties right before I went, and then it's when they shut it down. So I'm guessing like 99 was the ultimate party. I went in 2000. They're like, yeah, nobody from my UP is even allowed in Punxsutawney. Just stay away. <laughs>
1: so, uh, uh, you went viral this week with your new piece, you know, inspired by Heinz Field. Uh, you know, for those who aren't familiar, your the art is composed of 1600 names you, you the, the painting or the, the art is created by the names. How, how did you come up with this process and uh, what you know how, how this inspired this idea?
2: The same reason most men do most things I wanted to impress a girl <laughs> and uh, I remembered this project from college. Um, we were dating I was dating the girl and I was a Phillies fan I'm from right outside Philadelphia and it's 2008 when I met her. Wrote out every game from that season to create the moment we won the World Series. I showed it to her. I started to expand and this idea of writing every player ever to create an entire, you know, mega scene uh, came up and uh, the artwork's just kind of gotten more intricate um, as the years have gone on.
1: Now, Heinz Field, uh, I read, you know, there's 1,608 names. It took you 200 hours of research. How, how, how does, it explain the research part of this. Wow. Take a look at that.
2: You know, the research, uh, you just want to check multiple sources. Um, a lot of times, guys, especially back in, you know, 1933, will have crazy nicknames and you're like, am I, am, am I really going to write Spanky Anderson? You know, what I like, um, so you just have to check what's the real name. Did they really play? Um, are they officially the Steelers if they were the Pirates in 1933? Are we considering that the same franchise? Um, and, we, and we do all that research. So that takes a lot of time. And then once we get compiled the list, um, it's finding the scene. And there was no doubt once I saw this view, from your stadium, this Mm -hmm. is easy.
1: Is there a key to finding the players, or is it more like a where's Waldo, Hunt and Peck, or do you actually know, if I said, I'm I'm trying to find Roethlisberger, you could say, ah, 35-yard line.
2: Yeah, so it goes chronologically. So the first player, uh, Corey Artman, 1933, top left, and that first team will just go across chronologically as the top line. Okay. Every consecutive year, Goes down, your most current roster will be down at the bottom. So, totally fun. Once you see a player, you can then, you know, try to search. Okay, I'm looking for Franco Harrison or Franco Harris. Um, Bradshaw, he was before or after Bradshaw. Okay, I'm going to look. start looking after. Uh, mean Joe Green, what I think, was before all of them. Yeah. Uh, I read a great book when I was uh, compiling this piece because I didn't know that much about the Steelers other than half of my rugby buddies at IEP, you know, <laughs> you know, say six championships all the time. It's just ridiculous. So, um, but I didn't know the history other than the names of the great players. So I listened to a book, um, their life's work. Yes. Uh, and that's a great book, great book. And uh, so I was, after listening to that book, the only non-player name that I added on here is the chief, Yes. Um, for uh, Mr. Rooney.
1: And so. that book is, uh, yeah, Their Life's Work by Gary Pomerantz. Uh, now, of all the names, 1,600 Western Pennsylvania names, is there one name uh, from the Steelers over the years that, that stuck out to you while you were making this? Like, what a name is that?
2: What stuck out was just consecutively, wow, I know that guy. Wow, that's a Hall of Famer hall of famer next the hall of famer (laughs) um so i believe here i don't don't know what the year is maybe 74 but it was lambert stalworth and swan all together yeah like literally i think i almost wrote them all together jack ham was the year before that and it was just kind of like wow like wow
1: well, that's awesome. Uh, you, you're, doing, you're doing great work at, You know, for charity. And in addition to the great work as an artist, artofwords.com is where you can pick up a print of this Heinz Field uh, piece and, and take a look at all the works. Uh, Daniel, I thank you so much for taking the time today. Congrats on this artwork, and I wish you the best of luck.
2: Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it.
1: All right, take care. All right, very cool. That, again, check out at art of words and you're going to love the the Heinz field print uh we've got it up on the behind the steel curtain website all right let's get to our final word greg you know the the, the regular season is here what
0: uh What's your final word today? Uh, My final word is I found myself a week ago on the same podcast saying like, hey, it might seem like we're very down on the Steelers right now, but there will come a a time, maybe not all that long from now, where we'll be the ones waving the black and gold uh, pom-poms trying to cheer you up. I did not anticipate that that would be exactly one week later. (laughs) Um, We have, you know, with all the players that have gone on to the injured reserve, it could be, it could be very difficult in Buffalo. It's entirely possible they lose that game. Frankly, it's entirely possible the Steelers lose that game badly and yet still go on to have a very good season where they make the playoffs and even do something within them. But this, with they still have nine days to figure this out. You have no idea what's going to happen in that very first game. This is not the time to feel negative or down on these things or to start hating yet. Uh, it, it, allow yourself the positive benefits that come from thinking this team has a chance with the entire blank slate of a new season in front of them. And I'll I'll add on to this. I'll I'll I'll
1: I'll give Mike Prezuda the final word over at uh, DVE. He tweeted that uh, you know, the preseason confirmed the gravity of the team's challenge, you know, especially having to replace the entire O line. We better become a big play offense, especially Mm. early in the season, Mm. because long drives are going to be hard to sustain. Mm. You know, and I I couldn't agree more. We've got such a young Mm O-line, and we hated, Steelers Nation hated last year all the quick Ben throws and how quick we got rid of the ball. (laughs) But I think that's going to be not only the standard, Uh but it's going to be essential for us to get down the field. It's going to be protecting Ben, and getting this O line uh, uh, accommodated, acclimated. Uh, uh,
0: acclimated, yeah, acclimated, accommodated. These are all work. Yeah, we're doing good. All of the above, accommodated, yes. <laughs> as Coke might say. <laughs> so don't get mad
1: when we when we're not out there throwing five hundred yards. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be better on Twitter. Uh, a quick apology Indeed. for me confusing Lover Boys lead singer to Chicago's uh lead singer last mm. week uh you know we come clean on our mistakes yeah, and i expect have integrity yeah and steelers nation you have integrity too okay <sighs> until next week i'm kyle Kreiss i'm
3: here with greg benevent goodbye goodbye it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper